Welcome to Phyconomy. Here we cover everything from finance, economy, and how it affects you. Please welcome your host, Kyle Talks. Thank you guys for joining. Thank you so much to come into our Phyconomy studio today over here at Kyle Talks. If this is your first time here, I just want to show you some love. Thank you. Also, you're making a great decision, taking a step into better understanding your finances and understanding what's going on. Please take a seat. Mikasa Sukasa. If you'd like some LaCroix, we have some LaCroix in the fridge. If you are a coffee drinker, we do have a Keurig with some awesome coffee and we have gluten and dairy free options. I know we're stacked over here. What are we going to do today? What's the point of this show? The show is to educate you guys as long as myself, because we're all doing this together about finances, our money, and we should know what we're doing with our money. We should know where our money is going and we should know how to use it in the best interest of us. So that's what we're over that's what we're about over here at Phyconomy. If you are into my main show, this is kind of my side show. If you're more into talk about society, business, culture, learnings and stuff like that, go ahead and head over to my main series which is called wait for it, Kyle Talks. That comes out midweek every week where we talk about society, business, culture, more interview style things, stuff like that. So if any of things interested you to learn better about yourself, learn what's going on in society, what's going on in culture, interviewing some great people in those, go ahead and check out some of those series. I have some great episodes further down. Just go ahead and check them out. But hey, we have a lot to talk about today. We have a lot. So let's just jump right into it. Make sure you share the episode. Tag at Kyle the Horton on Instagram and Twitter. And let's get into this first one. It's a doozy. The Fed raises interest rates again by another 0.75 points, 0.75 points, as expected to attempt to cool down inflation. Continual rising rates have started to seep into affecting everyday homes and everyday people and how they can afford the basics such as travel, food, and water. We've talked about this before, folks. We've talked about this before. Things are getting crazy. Inflation is hot. Stuff costs more money. We pay more money for gas. It's crazy out here in these streets. And inflation's almost at 10%. It's like at 8.5% compared to what it was last year. So you're almost paying 10%, 10% more for the same exact goods. How do we try to curb it? How do we try to get prices down? The Federal Reserve or the Money Managers of America they attempt to reduce interest rates because let me give you a crash course if you don't know how American economics work. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with one, so I hope you're sitting down with your LaCroix and gluten-free dairy options over here at the Phyconomy Studio at Kyle Talks. Money isn't made when it was printed. Money is made when you take out a loan. How does this work? So when I went to school and took out ten thousand dollars or whatever for my college. I didn't have $10,000, but I said I would pay them back. So boom, there's $10,000 created out of nowhere. I know, I know, you're welcome. I put money into the system and you are welcome, but so do you. So I should be thanking you. And that's how money works. So what happens when when you say you'll pay for something with money you don't have? People will happily give you that money, which are the banks, but they need to make money off of it for it to make sense for them. So they charge you interest rates. Interest rates, of course, is how much you pay back based on the loan. So now you see where we're coming from. If they increase interest rates, people will want to spend less because it will cost them more money. There's your crash course in American economics. 
So, the Federal Reserve has raised interest rates for the sixth time this year, citing persistent inflation. So, we've increased interest rates by a whole lot. Interest rates around are around six to seven per five to seven percent right now. It the it the it varies depending on loans and stuff, but inflation is crazy high. And that means interest rates, interest rates are five to seven percent. My bad. Inflation's eight point five. That means interest rates are crazy high, which just means your credit cards are going up, your student loans that we just talked about, mine are going up for interest rates. Um, but also, you know, the forgiveness program. Hey, I'll take that. Thank you, Biden. I appreciate it. Um, and other things like that. So there's tons of different things that are affecting interest rates and inflation. And the whole goal of raising interest rates is to try to keep people from spending. But if you've listened to any of my previous episodes, we Americans love spending. We're in a high inflationary period. Interest rates are really high, but somehow we're just still spending money. Interesting. <clears throat> it's also the fourth consecutive 0.75 basis points. If you know what basis points are, think of like, let me give you a crash course in basis points. And I'm not, I don't want to confuse you because I was confused when I first started learning this in school and stuff. So imagine like one full point, right? You can have like 0 0.25, 0 0.50, 0 0.75, then you get to one. So that's all basis points are. So when they say they increase it by 0.75 basis points, they almost increased it by one whole percent. So they increased it by 0.75%. Boom. There you go. This is also the fourth consecutive 0.75% increase in interest rates, meaning financing costs will jump for many types of consumer loans. We've been talking about this, but I want to dive into it so you guys know what this means for you. I've been saying that this will negatively affect everyday people, which is you and me. And here's how. So by raising rates, the Fed makes it costlier to take out a loan causing people to borrow and spend less. Effectively, what they're trying to do is pump the brakes on the economy and slowing down the pace of price increases. So there's, there's good intentions behind this because if inflation just runs rampant, we wouldn't be able to afford anything. Nothing would be done properly. It'd actually be terrible. So they have to try to combat this by increasing interest rates. But interest rates... we mainly are targeting the big companies because you don't want them spending, but you also want people like you and me to slow down our spending. But if you listen to last week's Viconomy episode, there's plenty of articles and pieces on it. We are not slowing down spending. We like to spend money even though we're technically making more, but inflation is more than we're making. So it's crazy because they're trying to slow down the economy, but people keep spending. So what does this mean? Interest rates are 5 to 7%. Inflation's at 8.4%. How does this affect you and me? Well, let's start off with homes. Mortgage rates are up to 7% from 4% back in March this year. I did a little, I did a little like breakdown of what this means last episode. But if you missed that, say you got a home last year for a million dollars on, on, um, based on like their 4% or ish or lower than that 4% and lower last year with that, you'd be paying $4,000 a month for a million dollar home today. If you were to close on that same exact home with the interest rate and inflation, the weights up right now, 
you'd be paying $6,700 for that same home. So two, almost three grand more for the same exact home, but because of inflation and interest, you're paying three grand more, literally for that same home. So that kind of gives you an idea of how bad it is, especially in the home market. It's great if you own a home, but no one's buying, and it sucks if you don't own a home and you're looking to buy because everywhere is too expensive. In addition to that, that backs us up homes have seen over a 35% increase in price in this year alone. This year alone, homes are 35% more expensive. So you, you can see why apartments are becoming more favorable, even though apartments are just as expensive as homes. You don't own it. You don't have to pay the mortgage on it. It's just a flat rate, you know, but even rents are increasing. Rents have gone, seen to gone up six to 7% in the last year alone. So you're almost, almost not exactly. You're almost paying. You're a little bit off of paying 10% more for your rent than you were last year. Credit card rates and rising credit card balances are seeing more interest charges for those who don't pay off their balance in full. Some credit cards are up to a 19% increase in rates. Do y'all hear me? It's starting to get bad. A lot of people use credit cards to pay their bills and stuff. That's just how it is. And if you're not paying that off, you're for some cases, this isn't everybody, so this varies. Don't go out and be like, oh, my credit card bill is up 19%. You don't know that, unless it is, unless it is. But this is just for some credit card brands, not everyone. So don't think like it's over. Don't get like crazy thoughts. Let's be sober-minded here. But some credit cards are up to 19%. So if you use credit cards, try not to. If you use credit cards, don't, you know, kind of thing. Don't use credit cards. But also, if you do, make sure you make those payments on time. So you'll be spending so much more money racking up these high interest balances on the McDonald's that you bought. You know what I mean? Auto loans and also student loans are following suit. They're also getting crazy. So nothing new there. There's all these are going up. The only saving grace to this really is savings accounts. So if you don't know how savings accounts work, um, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know what's wrong with my voice. So if you don't know how savings account works, just took a sip of my coffee with uh, pumpkin spice and Chobani pumpkin spice creamer. Not a sponsor, but I could be. And I feel so refreshed. Not a sponsor, but hey, Chobani, I love your stuff. Hit a boy up. So if you don't know how savings account works, it works as in, let, let's use Golden One, for example. So Golden One, if you have at least $100 in your savings account, you start earning monthly interest on that. And that varies from like dirt nothing to dirt nothing. So when I started my whole money journey, $100, I think Golden One right now, if I have $100, if you have a minimum of $100, you gain like 0.2% interest every month. So you're making like two cents, not even every month. Of course, that is you have more money, you'll make more money. But it's like neg it's negligible because you're not even beating inflation, putting your money in a savings account, which is, if you're not aware, why a lot of people say savers are losers because you think you're doing better, but you're not. That type of rhetoric is a little bit aggressive for me, but I get what they're saying. Um, long story short, we can do a whole episode actually on this later, but long story short, saving isn't as good as you think in the long term because your money, it, 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 it 
I've talked to tons of my friends about this. If you're saving for like an Xbox or something, that's different. But we're just talking about having like a savings where you're just saving money and letting it build over time. That kind of saving. Um, you're actually better off putting it in the stock market and leaving it there than you are in a savings account because, you know, it's you don't make any money in a savings account. And I'm saying there's two different types of savings here. There's the savings. You're like, oh, if I save up five grand in a year or whatever, I can buy this really awesome chair or gun or computer, whatever, right? Whatever you're saving for, just an example. And that's different from I'm putting $100 away to save like for my future kind of thing. I'm not a financial advisor, but for that kind of saving, don't put it in your savings account. Do some research and figure out better places to put it because literally you can throw a dart and anywhere it lands would be better than your savings account. It's just a bank scheme. They want your money. I am on a tangent because this stuff is criminal and no one knows about it, but savings accounts for long-term savings are not good. There are a few. When I say a few, I mean quite literally a few that are good, but you have to be like the ultra wealthy to get kind of benefits like that. You're much better off leaving the stock market. Anyways, we can talk about that later, but that's the only bright spot we have here is that interest rates also mean better savings rates, but still, even then, that's not good. So be on the lookout, folks. Inflation is high. Interest is high. Bear this in mind. Don't go outside and buy all these crazy things to flex on your friends who know you broke anyway. If that hurts, I do it. It's true. Let's just be real with ourselves. Let's keep it 100. That good stuff. So be on the lookout. Know where your money's going and know where you're spending it on because things are getting more expensive. And on the topic of knowing where your money is going, do you know where the billionaire's money is going? American billionaires controlling the outlook and output of political campaigns? No. No. Who's been saying that on this podcast and trying to tell you guys? That you have to think for yourselves and you can't blindly follow anything because the system is... I'm not trying to be like the man here, but there's places that work against you and in the interest and financial interest of other people and ultra-billionaires. What? No. No. I'm being facetious. But as you guys know, we talk about everything money here. And if you've been listening to any of the past economy episodes... I, I hit this point every time because I want to make people who listen to me aware. It is it, in the U.S. It is midterm elections. We're talking about Senate seats. We're talking about state and local seats. We're Congress, like huge seats. They're up to vote. And we're really bad in like a recession right now. Technically, we're in a recession based on its definition. But you have people on both of the big party sides. I'm talking the repubs and the demos. On both sides, on both sides, they're saying, oh, this ain't, we got, we can fix this. This isn't that bad. We're not technically in a recession. We're good. We're fixing this. We got this. And why are they telling you these things? Because they favor your vote more than they favor how you are doing financially in your everyday life. I'm sure this will not come as a surprise to most of my listeners I'm sure I'm sure this is not a surprise to most people, actually, in fact. But what I will always talk about on this podcast is looking out 
for as far as finance goes, looking out for you and knowing how your finances go and what people would like you to do with your finances. Also, before we jump into this, we stay fresh. The politics, I don't care what side you're on, right, left, middle, libertarian, Sagittarius, don't care. We're just going to talk about money objectively and what money is. Money, red is red, blue is blue. We're not going to get it confuzzled in politic talks. Um, we're respectful over here. We like talking to each other and we like talking about our money. So let's jump into it with all those prefaces out the way. Politics and money have mixed as far back as before the U.S. even existed. True, we see a lot of examples of this in the Great Brit states and Europe. I mean, this is a time as time as old as dirt, right? We know this. We all know money is power. And in a system where money can buy power and votes, we shouldn't be surprised that this is the norm. American billionaires have been controlling the outlook and output of political campaigns. Not to so, I mean, I don't know enough information to say like they control it all the way, but they definitely have an effect. We're not getting conspiracy over here. We're not getting foily over here. We're just talking about objective money. So if you want conspiracy theories, we're not doing that right now. We're just talking about money that has entered the system based on billionaires. We're being objective about this, folks. Let's think objectively here. The top donors so far who have con who've contributed over $128 million by themselves alone to the midterm so far is George Soros. We're also going to talk about a ton of different billionaires who have put money into the, poli the political system depending on whatever side they're on. And it's on both sides, right? It's on both sides. So the top donor so far in the current U.S. midterm election of 2022 right now has been George Soros at $120 million to the midterms, and he is more democratically. The second largest billion donor is Richard Euclid. I'm sure I butchered that name, but he is a Wisconsin shipping supply guy. And his wife, Elizabeth, they have contributed over $67 million to Republican candidates so far this year. Hedge fund billionaire Ken Griffith, who I am kind of aware of because I was like into hedge funds for a little bit. I don't know him personally, obviously, I just like kind of know of him. He's becoming increasingly active in GOP politics, and he was the third largest billionaire funder, bankrolling these, their, these candidates, these systems, and stuff like that. Now, here's what I want to say. It's okay to support stuff you want to support, obviously, right? Like, if you support something, you want to put money on it, right? But we're having people who literally have insane power being ultra-wealthy. And I'm not making comments on wealth. I, one day, want to be ultra-wealthy, right? We should all want to be wealthy. It's okay to be wealthy. There are, there are unsavory ways to do it, but it's okay to want to have some kind of wealth, right? Let's not be weird. We all want to have something for our kids, our families, and stuff like that. But when you have a system of billionaires who can put certain ads, they can push certain things. We've all seen it with Facebook. Facebook had a whole thing with election stuff. And that's because you have billionaires like this who have funded certain campaigns. Both sides here. We're not one side's worse. Both sides are doing this, by the way. Both sides have been doing this. So, you need to protect your mind, first of all, when it comes to politics, because you, you're getting billionaires that are pushing certain messages, whatever it is, doesn't matter. We're just talking about money, about where you should go vote and stuff like that. So let's look at some facts, since we're on this topic, about how 
billionaires are bankrolling politics. American billionaires have spent $880 million on the U.S. midterm elections, and that's including both sides, Democrats and Republicans. The two big ones, right? Billionaire spending spent up spending was up over 44% during the 2018 midterms. Interesting. Billionaires really on really put money during midterms, and that's where a lot of legislation seats are filled. If you don't know how it works, there's like a law from um, the people, and it goes up through different systems and the Congress. I'm sorry, I'm not like the most politically known person. So I'm probably screwing this up, but you get the vibe of what I'm saying. House, Congress, Senate, like they have to pass through all these bills. So if you're a wealthy person who has a lot of money and it can influence what candidates speak right to whatever you're trying to do and save money, why not spend some money to get them there so they pass laws that are favorable to you? Again, this is not tinfoily. This is not conspiracy. This is just the reality of the situation we're in. And it'd be ridiculous for us to say this is not the reality in a world where money certainly is power. And you can put people in certain positions based on how much money you have. Like I said, we're not jumping in. I want to make it very clear. We're not jumping conspiracy. We're just saying objectively this is true. And objectively, we've seen this before in the past. During the 2020, so 2018, billionaires spent 44% more money than previous years. During the 2020 election, election, so the election that's happened two years ago, billionaires poured in $1.2 billion into both candidates, Biden and Trump. Interesting. The spending also highlights growing concern of the outside influence of super wealthy political donors who can now contribute unlimited sums of money to these individual candidates and parties. And that is the concern. The concern is we have these people who have crazy influence, crazy power, able to pour money into these to get someone in a seat, whether it be president, whether it be Congress, whatever, right? So they can pass laws that are favorable to them, whatever that is. And we can talk about that, but we're talking about money so far. So we know, folks, we know billionaires are spending money to weigh and influence decisions that are made on the people because our votes do matter. If our votes didn't matter, why would they spend so much money trying to convince us they do? Our votes matter. If we if we are going to have a democrat, uh, de- oh, I can't read. If we're going to have a democracy that works for everyone, we need to greatly curb the influence of billionaire money in our politics, stated by Frank Clemente, who is an executive director at Americans for Tax Fairness. Billionaires are funding ideologies and parties on both sides. Statistically, dating back to 1997 to 2018, billionaires and their spending was about three to two in favor of Republicans, conservatives, groups, or candidates. So usually this money is favoring the Republican side of things. Big names on spending on politics, and these are the three big ones that we've already talked about. Mama Marie hit you. These are the three big names. George Soros, who eventually is Democratic. Richard Euclid, which I'm sorry if I ruined your name, a Republican. And Ken Griffith, Republican. Of course, George Soros has a ton of stuff about him. People like, there's a ton of things about like he hates people. Of course, like every billionaire, they think they hate people. Not speaking to that, I'm just giving you some ideas that things or people are saying about these three individuals just named. 
And what to keep in mind with this and why I want to talk about this is I want to remind you guys it is voting season. You guys know that I am a firm believer of not living on a hill of any party because I think we're all capable to think for ourselves. I think we're all capable to look at deformation. I think we're all capable of looking at information from a variety of sources and coming to our own conclusion and not being told what to think and not being told how to think. Or we should just simply vote this because you're a bubble up, you're a Republican, or you simply should just vote for this because you're a Democrat. I think that's wrong. I think that's not okay to people because we're so complex. We can handle multiple ideas at once and wrestle with them and not just blindly follow somewhere just because they say this or that. I'm going to get off my political high horse on that end. I just want to also, I want to bring this up. This is an article. There are many other articles like this. You can really dive deep into this, but money and some, like I said, we're get, not keeping this conspiracy here, but money in some ways does control the outlook and effect of political campaigns. It's the truth. We, I, we can jump into in a later episode the extent of how that looks like and what that looks like, but we can arrive together as one on common ground knowing that money is influencing at least even at minimum, a small part of elections. And I would argue it actually covers a lot of ground of elections. So be on the lookout for that, guys. Know where money's going, who's supporting what side, how they're supporting, and what their interests are in supporting these parties. And then you decide for yourself, is that something you agree with, you don't agree with, or you're somewhere in the middle? I just want to keep you guys sober-minded. I want to keep you guys top of your game. I want your mental to be in peak physical form, peak mental form. Be on the lookout for that. Know what sides are getting funded and know where the money's going so you can make a better informed decision during the U.S. midterms. And also vote, vote, guys. Your voice needs to be heard. Vote. Now, on to something a little less serious and a little more W for the, re- the sneaker heads of the world. Kanye West, or known as Ye, loses billionaire status and adidas retailers and resellers make off like a bandit so i don't want to really jump into this is covered by everything i'm covering the more business side of it but if for some reason you've been living under a rock and don't know anything kanye west recently targeted jews as a ploy to call out in his words cruel owners of mass media but rather than calling those individuals out by name he called them out by their ethnicity and nationality causing a rise of hateful comments to rise to Jews in that light. Um, so, yeah, if you didn't know, that's kind of what's going on um, about the whole yay thing. But I'm really interested in the business side of this. So also, like, um, before I jump into the whole Adidas and sneaker thing, also know that, like, when you walk around, you carry the weight of certain things and, like, things follow you. Just be mindful of what you're saying kind of thing and know that you represent even even if you're not a billionaire or whatever, even if you're just a regular person, you represent ideas of your friends, um, of your family, of your spouse, your girlfriend, boyfriend. Like you represent other people other than yourself. So be mindful, you know, so that out the way. Um, and the reason I don't want to cover it, it's been covered by, t- you know, what I mean, you've already heard about it. I just want to talk about the shoe stuff of it specifically. So, as you know, many businesses have backed out of dealings with Yay, including JP Morgan, um, Gap, the good music label and Adidas. From these part from these partnerships backing out, Ye has lost his status as a billionaire. So now he's worth about five hundred million, so about half, based on recent reports that I did. 
interestingly, business is dirty. They don't care who you are. And that's the point of this. They'll make money off you no matter what. Adidas has pulled their partnership from Yay, And you know his shoes, the Yeezys. And yet Adidas is still profiting on the look and design of Ye's Yeezys, even after being declared out of business. So right now there is a legal and suit contract because Adidas, although they have stopped their things, they are still recreating his design. They are still recreating shoes under the Yeezy brand and selling them, even though they backed out the partnership, which is weird. So if you look at it from Adidas's point of view, yo, we don't mess with this guy, Kanye Weast. We don't mess with him. But, uh, hey, buy these Yeezys still. We still, you know, hey, uh, we're doing a sale on Yeezys. There's some right here. Uh, just turn the corner right there. There's some right there. Go ahead and buy them. Oh, you want a different size? Yeah. Um, we're getting those next week. So, uh, no, 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 no. We don't mess with Kanye. No, no, no. But we're getting them next week. So, uh, just come and get them real quick. You know what I mean? Like, that is so weird to me, which really, like, <laughs> when I read this, I'm like, yeah, but money talks. Money talks. People are still buying Yeezys. People still want these Yeezys because they are nice shoes. They look cool. They're comfortable. People still want these Yeezys. So, uh, yeah, we don't like him, but uh, hey, uh, his design. Oh, you want them in 15s? Bro, right over here. We got them. You want, you want some for your kids, too? We got some right here. They're actually on sale right now. You want some? So, it's just weird. Um, weird energy. It's like mixed signals. Odd. And on the other hand, Adidas is still profiting and designing those same Yeezys. And there's a whole legal battle between Kanye and Adidas right now on that same fact. And also resellers are profiting heavy from the broken up partnership and have some Yeezys have seen an increase of price up to 30%. Uh, I actually am in the market to get some Yeezy foam runners, which are like the cheapest of, um, they're like slides. I just like slides. And this was happening before like the comments were made, you know, so I was looking for these before the whole thing was happening. But resellers, um, some have like for some original Yeezys, I don't remember the name, but like the first ones that come out have sold upwards for like three to five grand. And that's like a 30% increase in price. So it's crazy. People are benefiting off of this. And of course, the big corporation Adidas is still benefiting off the name and work of Ye, even though publicly condemning his actions and cutting ties with him, they're still profit profitering they're still profiting off his design and his ideas so something for you to chew and think about when you think about how businesses run and stuff it really is all about the money and if this doesn't prove that to you i don't know what will but i thought that was something interesting kind of slide in there for your weekend kind of give you something to talk about like hey do you know adidas is still profiting off of um yay's design and stuff like that so something a little fun for you to kind of see like oh yeah businesses really do run like this so, folks, we talked about how inflation is getting high, interest rates are getting high and affecting people like you and me. So be aware of how you're spending your money and what you're spending your money on and where you're keeping it. Also, be aware we talked about that billionaires have a mega influence on political campaigns. They have mega influence on political outlooks simply because of their cash Money is power, and that has been no more evident than it is today recently in the political realm. So be aware of who's funding what, why they're funding what, and where you line up on that. And we talked about businesses being businesses, not interested really in the current culture or social temp, 
they're just about to make profits regardless of what's going on. Keep these things in mind. I hope these things educate you in some way and you walked away a little more intelligent and a little more enlightened today. Go ahead and please tag at Kyle the Horton. Take a screenshot of this podcast. Put it on your Instagram stories, your Snapchat stories, your Twitter, and tag at Kyle the Horton. I can't wait to see you guys next week for Kyle Talks. You are loved. You are more loved than you could ever, ever imagine. You are amazing people. And you are loved. I want to make sure you know that. Have a great weekend, guys. I will see you for Kyle Talks next week. Peace.